Okay, well, welcome to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. And we are live down here at Mallard's in Bloomington. We have a number of humans having Bloody Marys. I see you people. I see you, and I love you. And we are so excited to be here, you guys, out in Bloomington, uh, Mallards in Bloomington. Um, I'm Stephanie March. I'm being joined this morning by someone who's familiar to some of you as Giant Baby. That's right. Jake Larson, my son, is here filling in. Still here, somehow. Still here. You got applause, man. That oh was God. nice. Uh, Hans- the dream. Hanson is, um, let's just say, disposed. Predis- or undisposed. <laughs> How do we say it? She's, she's got a little touch of the food poisoning, guys. So she's not going to be with us today, unfortunately. This morning, we did a little bit of a scramble. Somebody got yanked out of bed to come be on the radio this morning. I'm here. I'm so, awake for now. You're so awake for now. Yeah. I, and I think uh, you did have some good fan ratings the last time you hosted. So really? I figured, yeah, you got some notes of, of, of confidence and people thought you sounded okay. You weren't a total child, which is nice because you are 19. <laughs> so hopefully there. So anyway, we're down here in Mallard. We're very excited to be live. We have guests in. You guys, they are not normally open for brunch, but they are open for brunch today. So if you want to come down, we're right here. Uh, we're right by the Fresh Time. I feel like everyone knows it's the Fresh Time. You know, and we've got, we've got Joyce is here. We've got Barb is here. We've got lots of people who are here to say hi. Um, but so come on down because you can also, by the way, you guys, listeners who are here today, if you guys haven't signed up, you want to get in there because you can register to win tickets to my talk's 20th birthday bash at Lush Lounge and theater in Minneapolis on July 21st. Nobody wants to go to that. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I'm hearing that nobody wants to go to that. But nonetheless, we're going to force you if you sign up. So <laughs> win the tickets and you have to come. It's like a legal contract. So Man- mandated attendance. It's mandated attendance. Yeah. It's, it's like a it's like a it's like a school meeting. You know, <laughs> um, assembly. Assembly. It is assembly. Uh, but we are going to award two winners with uh, a pair of tickets each. Um, you don't need to be present to win, but you do need to be here to register. So I don't know. Is that a drive-by situation? Like you drive in, <laughs> you register, and then you get out. I don't know how you get out with a Bloody Mary, though. You know, that's kind of a Saturday morning situation. It's a trap. It's a trap. It is a trap. Um, All right. So we're so excited to be here. Um, I wanted to talk about another Bloomington restaurant that we need to recognize. If you guys heard that David Fong's is closing after 64 Mm -hmm, years, mm -hmm. right? I know. It's it's a huge shame that that place is closing, but I do want to talk about the fact that Ed Fong is retiring. You know, he's been running the place for 40 years, and when I talked to him, he was like, you know what? I'm tired, <laughs> you know, and running a restaurant is not easy. And no, so, no. you know, actually, we just had, uh, you know, uh, someone, a listener in here, and she was saying how it was really hard, you know, four hours in a cubicle is not the same as four hours in, you know, work in a restaurant. Right, And, right. of course, Jake works in a restaurant right now. Yeah, no, that uh, four hours of line cooking can, it can be a little soul-crushing sometimes. It can be a little soul-crushing. Is it like... Can you imagine yourself like owning a restaurant for 40 years? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, 64 years his parents, but then 40 years Dave or Ed has been running it. So that's crazy, yeah, right? Massive props. Massive props to Ed. So it's important to know that like David Fong was a, a pioneer and the fact that he was driving. It was 1958. This man got his wife Helen in the car. He said, let's drive and find the perfect spot for a Chinese restaurant. Really? They drove south from Minneapolis because he figured it was time to like branch out into the towns. And they were in Richfield. Apparently, they got lost in the rain <laughs> and ended up in a little growing township called Bloomington, wow. which we know now is like one of the largest cities in, in the state. So, yeah, but, yeah. but in 1958, it was sort of like a cow town. And so he found, they found a strip mall, and he said, this is it. This is where I'm going to put my restaurant. And he opened Fang's Chow Mein, which was like a takeout-only kind of operation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that basically, for a couple years, blew it up. 
And then in 1966, they moved to the location where they are right now. David Fong's became an institution, a legendary icon. Do you remember the first time you had, like, I mean, not you haven't gone to Fong's. Right. Because I haven't taken you, but right. think about like the first time you ever had sweet and sour chicken, which sure. we like to call sugar chicken in our house. <laughs> but you tell me about like what do you do? You remember like? I mean, I don't know. It's it's one of those it's one of those rare um, tastes that's just like it's so ingrained in your memory that it's not you don't. Yeah, I, I couldn't like put it out the first time, yeah. but it's just like I can't really imagine life without it <laughs> <laughs> do you so Cantonese is this is what most like you know a lot of Chinese American food is like based on Cantonese because of course sure. China you know the cuisine is like varied by region you know you have Sichuan you yeah. know you have all these different areas that have a specialty Sichuan is known for peppercorns and we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the okay, show because okay. I forced Jake to eat peppercorns which he's fine with <laughs> um, that's not child abuse he is 19 he's, he has agency um, but like the idea that that there's like sweet and sour chicken and sesame chicken. What's our what's your norm? Like if I put a Chinese restaurant menu in front of you, what would you order? I tend to always go for um, like a sesame pork bao bun. Yeah, what I'd say is like my, the number one. Yep. Um, that and uh, just um, I mean I love sugar chicken. Sugar chicken, <laughs> it is so good. It's a good thing. Yeah. Um, you know, just that your your egg rolls, your 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 whatnot. I mean, do you go? I remember we we went through like a beef and broccoli phase, but then yep, yeah, yep. you do love a beef and broccoli. I day. love a really like the the broccoli that's beneath all the meat and yeah. just absorbs all the juices. <laughs> oh, is so good. Something so pure about that. So pure. Okay, so and just quickly to know that since you are a student at the University of Puget Sound, yep. which is in Tacoma, Washington. Now, the big thing out there is teriyaki. Teriyaki. Teriyaki is massive. Isn't that I, weird? Like, we don't have a teriyaki tradition here in Minnesota. And not as a sauce, but, like, as a restaurant style. Like, I, there's one chain called Happy Teriyaki, and there's, I believe, 17 of them. And every single one is going to have that number, like, right by it. Really? So, yeah, I've made it, like, a pseudo mission of mine to visit every single one before I graduate. <laughs> that's a pretty good mission. I feel like that's a quest worth having. Yeah, yeah. Um, so ter when you go to teriyaki shop, what do you get? Uh, teri I get a lot of pho. I'll say that. What? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, I know. I get uh, a lot of pho, a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of just... Uh, do you get teriyaki, though? Uh, sometimes, but like... <laughs> this is like going to a place that's called grilled cheese shop. And then you're like, and anyway, I had the roast beef. Sometimes there's miscellaneous beef. Sometimes there's, uh, you know, you'll get your... <laughs> so there's been like little um, uh, sushi bars sometimes. Sushi um, at the teriyaki shop. That sounds like, like the Pizza Hut at the Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> How many of those have you visited now? Um, I'm so far, I'm at seven. <laughs> you got a ways to go. I you do. Gotta, I but do. he's got four years. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. So there's time. That was Polly, by the way. If anybody wants to remember, thank God for Polly. Yeah. I've had um, all the ones real close to campus. Now I got to branch out a bit. And oh, get, right. You know. well, and you don't have a car, so good no. luck on that one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I love that teriyaki moment, and I feel like, you know, I think if we want to, and and I want to make sure that everyone knows that David Fong's is going to be open through August. So if you want to have your time to get out there and get egg roll and get, you know, uh, me the sesame chicken is what I love. I know that they have. A couple great egg, you know, like not egg foo young, but they have a couple egg dishes that you know might be uh, worth getting out there at least one more time. And of course, the interior is just iconic. That red yeah. lounge, dark red lounge, it's all the things. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> they are open through August. So I just want to make sure you guys get out there. 
All right, guess what, you guys? We are live at Mallard's in Bloomington. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to David um, from Mallard's, and, and he's got a special treat for Hanson, who's not here, so we're going to eat it all. And everybody here is sampling something that I haven't gotten yet, and I'm feeling a little left out. So we'll be right back. This is uh, the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm, we are here at Mallard's. In Bloomington this morning as a live broadcast, we've got a lot of cool people here. Shout yourselves out, cool people. That's right. I'm Stephanie March. I'm being joined by Jake Larson this morning, the giant baby. As always. As always. He just loves that nickname, you guys. Nobody, <laughs> nobody's mad at that at all. I will all. never escape it. You never will escape it. You're no. famous. He's internet famous for that, you guys. <laughs> but anyway, more importantly, we're being joined by David from Mallards here. Thank you for having us this morning. Uh, you're welcome. It's great to it's great to have you here. We're excited uh, to be part of this uh, special event. This is very cool. Now, uh, just and shouting out, you guys, if you guys come into Mallards, they're not normally open for brunch, but they are today from nine nine to eleven. Correct? Yeah, we're open Sundays for brunch. Sundays every, brunch. every week. Okay. Usually not Saturday, but today we are. And today. giving away uh, some wonderful lobster quiches. We got some mm. lobster quiche in front of us. Tell us a little bit about the lobster quiche while I put some of it in my face. Um, like. Lots of chunks of uh, lobster, lots of cheese, uh, eggs, cream, a little bit of hollandaise Whoa. on top. Whoa. That's rich. That's like, that's like, that's like rich. <laughs> that's like Jeff Bezos rich, you guys. That's like, that's like billionaire rocket rich. That's, so do you guys have Whoa. like a secret, like, do you have a secret recipe for it or is this just? I mean, we, yeah, we made it. We, you know, when we uh, usually come up with a new dish, we usually don't go with our first version no so, as one uh, does that was probably six or seven versions later really and, and do you have to and eat you know, all the versions you know when you know <laughs> you do you really yeah. do yeah. now david let's talk a little bit about mallards <clears throat> this is how many locations do you guys have we are opening our fifth location today today in uh shakopee downtown mm. shakopee okay right on the river beautiful downtown um, shakopee yep. It's a gorgeous place. It's That's Chuck a great little town. Yeah. What? It. So where was the first one? Was in. Actually, the first one was in uh, the Saint, on the Saint Croix River. Yeah, I was going to say in the Bayport Marina. Okay. So we were there for yeah. six or seven years, and then um, in 2019, uh, right right before the before the 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 the, the, <laughs> the thing that happened. Yeah. Um, we actually moved to uh, New Richmond, Wisconsin. Oh. So we have that location, uh, Forest Lake, downtown okay. Forest Lake. Right, Forest Lake is, is showing up this morning. He, okay, we got fans. That's good. And then um, Inver Grove. Inver Grove. Um, it's kind of right over by Gertens. Yeah, um, yeah. And then uh, Bloomington, we opened last year. Last wow. Summer, so. Wow. This was a Red Robin. This was a Red Robin. We were hearing that this was a, that it had been a long time Red Robin. Lots of red. Lots of red in here. <laughs> and you have switched it to be very blue. I love the seafaring theme. You know, Mallard's a duck, but also a boat, it feels like to me. <laughs> A duck boat. A duck boat, if you will. So, and is this your family's? Like, is this you? Yeah. Like, you started this, and this is your dream. It is. Did you? It what is. were you doing before Mallards? Were you? Um, yeah, I've been in the restaurant you industry. You can. Yeah, I was gonna say nobody makes this without like <laughs> having been in the restaurant industry. Yeah, I've uh, worked for Cheesecake Factory for okay. many years. I was a, a vice president for Buca de Beppo. You were for about ten years. Okay, we have to talk so. gossip after this. <laughs> we will gossip hard. You know, I used to work there too. Oh, did you? Really? Oh, I opened the first thirty places. Really? Yes, I did. Awesome. I know. We'll gossip. Okay. <laughs> 
So tell me what Mallards means. Like, what do you want people to understand about Mallards? Like, what's the vibe? Well, we were really born on the river. Mm-hmm. And so when we when I first kind of took over that location, um, I really started thinking about all the great food that I've had um, when I travel around the country, especially water. Yeah. You know, places on the water. Places so, on the water. Uh, Chalpino was on our menu for a while from San Francisco. Yeah. Lobster rolls from Boston. Okay. Uh, jambalaya and shrimp and grits from down south so that's kind of kind of how we started and a lot of seafood yeah but it's not a you're not a seafood yeah right? you're not tr- you're not like trending as a seafood place but you offer it right it's a, very, it's a yeah. good focus for right. you yeah. do people come expecting more seafood or are they is it like there's a lot of burgers sold like well, what's our, your biggest our number seller? one selling dish in all of our locations is jambalaya it is yeah. okay and you know why i mean Obviously, because you do a good job of it, but it's not a dish that you can find around town very, you know, in a lot of places. And so if you specialize and you do a good job, you get winning fans for that. And then lobster (laughs) rolls. uh, um, Actually, uh, one of our top five dishes for a long time is our Nashville, Tennessee hot chicken sandwich. Oh, hello. Okay. In fact, we, uh, during COVID, we branched off and did a ghost kitchen called Charlie Cat Chicken. Oh, you're kidding. And how did that go for you? (laughs) It It saved you. It saved us. You know the ghost kitchen thing, right? You're not you're not gonna order a lot of seafood takeout, and and during you know that second shutdown we had, I mean it sold more. Yeah. As a fake online yeah. restaurant yeah. than our normal Mallards did, so it really saved our company and our every restaurant. Yeah. Do you feel like you're so you're opening a place in Shakopee today? You yeah. obviously bounced back. Yeah. And do you feel like you're on the right track? Do you, are you at all like I know restaurant owners talk to me about kind of always now feeling like there's going to be another shoe drop, you know, like waiting for that potential thing to happen. How are well, you feeling about it? You all? know, I think what, what we did, which helped us quite a bit was we, when we were allowed to open, I mean, we opened lunch and dinner. Yeah. We didn't close a day and it really helped us retain a lot of our staff because, you know, when, when we were allowed to open, we brought everybody back that wanted to come back. And so it really wasn't as hard for us to find people because we didn't let them go you very didn't let far. Them go very far. Right. <laughs> right 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 no it's true and i think that that's obviously there's strength in numbers yeah you know what i mean and i yep. think that's what i think having a lot of locations sort of helps you know sort of spread the hurt a little bit more yep. Yep. but i love the fact that now and did you discontinue doing the ghost kitchen you stopped it's no, no we're, we're still doing it i mean it's not a, as big a focus yeah. since we're you know everybody's out and about now but i mean we, yeah we're still doing it it's doing great and you know we're always down the road thinking about uh, doing a brick and mortar for it, but okay. it, does, it does really well. Do you feel like, and this is a thing that I was asking a couple other restaurateurs, is that, you know, they, they were surprised by how good the ghost kitchen did, yeah. and then how quickly people were like, no, no, I want to go inside, I want to yeah. see people again. Was that surprising? Uh, no, I mean, I think people were ready to get get out and, and socialize. I mean, it's part of who we are. And True. It, it's, it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Okay, so... Lobster quiche is that is that is that a new special that's just showing it's, up today? It's only for we only do it for brunch okay. and, and lunch, so it's not on our dinner menu. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's uh, usually uh, uh, something you can't get, you know, at you our sh- restaurant very often. You guys should come down and try it because it is like literally Jake's no. is gone or Cesar Polly's. You guys went fast. <laughs> I want to talk about the cheese for a moment. <laughs> so Hanson, <laughs> if you're listening, if you're in your bed moaning, you know, I think you should know you're missing. Something very important is that David found yeah different kind. David found something that we talked about last week. It's basil's farmer's cheese. How did you find it? The basil cheese you guys we talked about last week 
on the show. It was her sister who was looking for it, and we were trying to find a Decatur Dairy, I think was the one that we kind of figured out it might be from them. Yeah, we, we, you know, I, I, I was listening to you guys last week, and uh, it's like cheese. I mean, I'm yeah. a restaurant guy. I right. should be able to find food. <laughs> and we, we, we got a hold of these guys and tried to get them to ship us, but it's too hot out. It's too hot, you guys. They won't ship. That's what it said on their website. So um, uh, LT, he's uh, like our VP. Yeah. Um, uh, he uh, went on a mission. He goes, let me, let me see what I can do. Wow. And he called like. 20 different cheese shops in Wisconsin wow. until they found one wow. that had it and would ship it to us. Oh, my God. Tracked it down. There you go. Okay, well. <laughs> and I, it really is. It is. Good. You guys, we tried it. And there's, you can, if you guys want to come up and sample the basil cheese, it's right here on the board. You can have a slice of it. It has really got, like, such a nice essence of basil without being, like, you know, fake basil flavored. And thank God they didn't make it green. You know what I mean? <laughs> like whenever someone's like, this is basil, and they make it all green. I hate no, that. that's called pesto. That's called pesto. <laughs> thank you very, very much. Okay. All right, you guys. Well, David, thank you so much for being here. Thank I you. want to remind people to come in. Special today, 9 to 11. There's a, it's, like, it's kind of like a secret brunch yep. just for us. And you can, of course, register to win tickets. Um, we are going to taste some more food from you later in the show. Do you want to tease out what we're going to taste or not? We have a wonderful campanchana. Oh. Uh, it's a, um, something that I found in Texas many years ago. Oh. I would uh, go down and check on the Buca de Beppo. Okay. Have a meatball. Yes. And then go next door. Oh, right. That was the first thing on our menu. Campanchana. It's shrimp and crab and pico and avocado. Oh, my God. Okay, shrimp and crab and pico and avocado <laughs> sounds like that should be like my middle name. And we're doing a, um, uh, our lobster roll, of course. Okay. Have you guys uh, look at that and uh, taste that out. Then the uh, um, today is National um, Corn Fritter Day. It is Corn Fritter Day? It might it also is. be Ice Cream Day <laughs> or so something like that. So we actually have uh, our new summer menu has... Corn fritters, elote corn fritters are awesome. Mm. And then we're going to uh, uh, finish with a Baramunde Rodrigo. Oh, the hey. The number one fish dish in Mexico City. Okay. So, all right, we're going to taste that all. If you guys want to come down, we're still here. You can probably watch me eat and Jake eat too. <laughs> Maybe I'll give you a chase. I don't know. We'll see. But we're down at Mallard's in Bloomington. We're live. Come on down and hang out for a little while, you guys. Thanks for joining us. This is My Talk 1071's Weekly Dish. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Stephanie March, and I'm here with giant baby Jake Larson today. Yep, yep, still here. Haven't been kicked out yet. Haven't been kicked out yet. <laughs> we haven't had any problems. Yeah, we're, there's still time. There's definitely still time. We are live at Mallard's in Bloomington. Shout out to the crew. People are eating and having a good time. We're sampling lobster quiche. There's basil cheese. There's I see cheese. I see boards. I see good stuff out here. Bloody Mary's a go-go. That's basically what this afternoon should be doing. Yeah, I know. What do you guys, Barbie? What are you eating? Oh, the elote corn fritters. We're gonna talk about those. In a, we're gonna eat some of that in a, in a, in the second hour. Thank God. Thank God. I know, poor Jake. I lured him out for this, you guys, and he better. It's like he better be fed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's what we love about the uh, the the weekly dishers, right? You guys are not just gonna sit and listen. Y'all's gonna eat, and you're gonna have a little bit of a drink, and I love it. So come on down to Mallard's in Bloomington. Right by the Fresh Time, 81st and Penn, I believe. Um, if you do show up, by the way, you guys, remember, we are drawing for winners for the birthday bash at Lush Lounge Theater in Minneapolis. Hope everyone has signed up. We're going to do a drawing in a couple of, in just after this segment, we're going to do a drawing. But first, you guys, we're going to talk about the thing that we've all wanted to talk about, which is the <laughs> new foods at the State Fair. 
Is, topic. Every, is everybody excited for that? We're all ready to go. Oh, God. Everyone is in. I feel like this year is going to be huge. <laughs> oh, yeah. You think so? No, I'm just looking through this, and I'm mm, I'm getting excited. You didn't get to go last year because you had to go to college. I know. And then the year before that was uh, COVID. Was the COVID. So this, for you, is like an, a reawakening. A return. Yeah. A return. A glorious, a are you gonna glorious have, return. Are you going to carry like a flag in and wave it around? Yep, yep. Maybe. On a steed. <laughs> on a steed. I love this with your golden hair flowing. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so here's the deal, you guys. The new foods list was released, and um, let's just level set with the fact like we said, it was closed, you know, and then it was an abbreviated version. Here's the here's what happened with last year with some of the vendors. They relate to me that basically, you know, it was a tough year because attendance was kind of wonky. Nobody knew what to to prepare for, and so you know, you have to like buy this uh, huge amount of food, expecting things to roll like normal. And I think some people got stuck with some extra food that they were sort of not expecting. Um, for me, of course, I really like the fact that there were no lines, but <laughs> that was the selfish part of me. Um, Polly, you were there. Were you there? I was. You were there at the fair. You yep. ate some stuff last year. Of course. Year. Yeah, you're at the fair. That's what you do. I know. Okay, so let's talk about some of the new foods coming up and, and some of the people who are new I haven't year. even looked. I have no idea what you're okay. going to hit me with. But I do. You had the hummus bowls from Baba's last year, didn't yep. you? Did you like that place? Yep. That was really good. They have two new bowls, Beauty and the Buffalo, okay. uh, which looks like it's going to be crumble, buffalo chicken, crumble blue cheese, scallions, buffalo sauce, buffalo dust, served with pita puffs, and then they've got one called Cocoa Nuts. Now, this is the controversial one. Mm. This is hummus, and it's a hazelnut chocolate hummus with whoa, chocolate chips, hazelnut, what? shredded coconut, and bananas. So this is a sweet version of the hummus. Have you? This is not <laughs> new. This may be new. This is new to the fair. But like, like sweet hummus and chocolate hummus is kind of a thing. People okay. do this. Okay. How do you feel about it? You too. I, I, I'm shocked by it. I've Are never heard of such a thing. Yeah. I'd give it a shot. Would you give it a shot? Sure. Yeah, no, it's worth it for the wow factor. It, it is worth right. it for the wow factor. I think you're right. I think it's unexpected and it is, you know, it's chickpeas and people love chickpeas. Yeah. yeah. Dang, the keto kids love the chickpeas. <laughs> I tell you what, that's a little bit of a note for them. Okay. Um, let's go. We're going to talk a little bit about the list of uh, the hideaway speakeasy. We have to, this is a very controversial thing for me. Here's what they have coming up. They have what they're, the new food they have is all quacked up. It's a fried it's farm all fresh. Up. It's all quacked up. It's the, it's a duck egg from Grace Farm, which is a great farm. Um, it's on top of shaved smoked ham, aged cheddar cheese, tomato, and spinach. It's an open face on sourdough bread sandwich. Here's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, it sounds delicious, right? But is it fair food? Open face sandwich sounds just hard to manage at the fair. And how do you do a duck egg? Duck eggs, you guys, are huge. I don't know if you've ever had a duck egg. It's like that. It's huge. Hmm. Polly's giving us the hmm face. Yeah, I don't... So, and I was going to say the description did not sound good, but that picture the, the looks picture amazing. The picture looks great. It's an egg on a sandwich. Can I get a top bun while I walk around the fair? I don't, I don't know. Do you need it? <laughs> really? Maybe you could just squish it in half. Maybe. Maybe. Folded style. A little fold style. I don't know. I, here's my thing. Hideaway has, they've always kind of, I'll be honest, they've kind of donked it up for me a little bit too much. Ooh. Like there's a little bit <laughs> of. There's a little bit of too much sweetness in their stuff. And, and so some of the things have been fails. I like that they're trying. I like that they keep going. This looks fresh and interesting. You know? Yeah, let's okay. do it. Okay, that's what I think about that. All right, let's move it down. Some of the more interesting things. Let's talk about Blue Barn. As because always. Blue always. Barn is just a win. Do we, not, do we feel like Blue Barn has just like hit it out of the park all, most of the time? 
And they, yeah. I don't think they've ever like had a miss. Yeah? Yeah, always good. Yeah. Okay. Here's what they have, you guys. Breakfast gnocchi. It's a potato gnocchi topped with scrambled eggs, bacon, pesto cream, shallots, and balsamic glaze, which, of course, we could do without the balsamic glaze. But <laughs> that's a personal thing. Right. Um, but I feel like I like the breakfast food option, and I like that breakfast food is available all day from mm-hmm. that. Right? Like, you can get eggs at, in the evening, which is a total good thing. Milky on anything's good. Yeah. With anything, you're down I'm with in. Let's oh, no, do it. I'm, I'm here for it, especially from Blue Barn. Yeah. Okay. Is yeah. there anything, Jake, that you thought has looked so good? <laughs> um, things that's standing out to me uh, the Tejas Express. Oh, the Chilaquiles. The Chilaquiles. Look at that. Always Fried pork tortilla strips sauteed with guajillo chile sauce topped with scrambled eggs. Oh, scrambled eggs again. Another breakfast. Yeah. Pico de gallo, cotilla, and avocado. That sounds, that's like a meal though, yo. That's like, mm-hmm. that's, you have to share that one, I feel like. Yep. That's definitely for like those who go around trying everything with a group of people. True. True. That's, or work at the fair. Yep. You worked at the fair and oh, that yeah. would have been something that you probably would have gotten. That would have been a savior. That would have been a savior. The big thing for me uh, was that one year they had the, um, over at Juanitas Fajitas, the uh, the Cubano fajita. Yeah, the Cubano. I got that like five times. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh God. You guys remember Giant Baby worked at the uh, peach truck doing the, gr- the year that the grilled peaches came out with like the you know the the goat cheese on the grilled peach. This kid was in the back pitting. <laughs> yeah, like oh, that was his job wow. was to sit in that trailer. For Ten hours a day, just ripping open peaches, <laughs> cutting my thumbs on the pits, just <laughs> grueling work. Grueling work, and 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 then I would like show up and like run. Like, what do you need? Do you need, like, a hot dog? Do you need a bologna sandwich? You know, like, all day I would just run food to him. Yeah. No. And everything tasted peachy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Had a light syrupy taste to it. <laughs> and also, like, because the peach truck is right next door to Dino's Euros, let's just say their piano bar is amazing. They're dueling pianos. And they oh, were wow. like, like, in the beginning, I remember you like, this is really fun. I love that there's entertainment. By day seven, he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> After hearing a, uh, a hotel Minnesota, version of Hotel California for at least three times a day. Uh, it gets a little... It gets a little... Gets yeah. Okay, what else are you excited for for the new foods? Uh, hot Indian. Oh, They've right. got their kulfi. Kulfi, the Indian-style ice cream in three flavors. It's condensed milk, nuts, infused spices. They're going to do the almond cashew pistachio, the mango, and the saffron almond pistachio kulfi. Ooh, yum. Mm, yeah, I mean, how do, wow. how do you mean? They always... They do. They knock it. Yeah. It's great. What do you guys think about the vegan options? We have the herbivorous butcher. They've got uh, something called poultry geist, which is a fried chicken. <laughs> I'm doing air quotes around my chicken. <laughs> Topped with sausage, uh, air quotes, gravy, and French onions uh, on Texas toast. They've also got a steak exorcist, which is chicken fried steak topped with sausage gravy. Now, none of this is actually meat. Polly is having a hard time. Uh, <laughs> the, the name is enough for me. I'm in. You're in. Those are awesome. You're in. Yes. Are, how do you feel about <laughs> vegan foods? Uh, perfectly fine. Um, uh, we have started branching out and doing various, I don't know, finger quote, experimental yes. eating at home, and I'm 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 game. Let's do I'm it. I'm excited about that. How about you? That would be cool. I, if it, I mean, it's all about the taste. I mean, it's. Right. Uh, I'm open to it. If it's if it if it has the right taste to push it forward, then yeah. I'll, I'll I don't it. want shredded banana peel. Uh, yeah, yeah. What is that? Pulled pork. Oh right. Oh the the nast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? What is that called? That's like the not the durian. Well, there's but, jackfruit. Oh, jackfruit. Jackfruit. Yeah, that's it. yeah. You're anti-jackfruit. That's a big one. No, jackfruit's okay. It's literally banana peels oh, shredded oh, oh. with barbecue sauce, and that's supposed to be pulled pork. 
And it's not. Let that, me just that's tell messed you. up. That's Let messed me up. Tell it, you. it is what it sounds like it is. The best, <laughs> way to, the best way to go vegan on your pulled pork, and we did this for your graduation party for some of your friends, is that we did uh, summer spaghetti squash. Right. And we right. instant pot of the spaghetti squash, we shredded it, and we tossed it in the barbecue sauce. It yeah. is perfect hmm, for that. All right. Put it on a bun, and it feels exactly like pulled pork. Well, not yep. exactly, but like <laughs> enough. Right. Enough. Okay, what else are we excited for? Uh, RC's Barbecue, the mini, yeah, hot, the the mini, mini hot, hot. RC Barbecue is also a place, you guys, I often, they often make my number one top spot. Charlie Torgerson knows his way around. They always surprise me. They do. And so these are rib tips. This could be, here's, here's, some, here's, a, here's a little prediction. Rib tips can be amazing or they can be kind of tough. Mm. And then it gets like, you know. Ewe. I don't know. That looks actually hot. I know. Nashville hot True. sauce. I'm, 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 I'm a Minnesotan, and uh, I, don't, I don't do later. hot. We're going to talk spicy hot stuff later, Polly. I don't do hot. You're coming in on that one, okay. too. Okay. I'm going to shout out to the mini blueberry pie, which is a deep fried pie. Blueberry pie made with crisp flaky crust filled with blueberries. This is a simple, beautiful, deep fried blueberry pie. How are, hmm. There's nothing wrong with that, right? No. We actually know some friends who run the mini apple pie. Right. So I have to give like a caveat to that. <laughs> a little ice cream on the side. A little Excellent. ice cream on the side. Ooh, what do we think? Okay, go ahead. Nordic Waffles is still here. Nordic Waffles is still here. <laughs> and they're making sure we know that. Yeah, what do we got there? Well, because they closed, by the way, you don't know this, but they closed their retail oh. spot in Rosedale. Hmm. So this is the only place you can now get a hot, not cooked by yourself Nordic Waffle. Really? I remember they had a little thing at uh, Valley Fair. Um, oh, I don't know if they do anymore. Okay. But, but anyway, tell us what they've got. Uh, Bellyful Nordic Waffle and Vanilla Dream. Which, uh, would you go sweet or savory on that? Uh, if ju- you had to choose. Judging by the picture, that sweet's looking nice. Okay, what that about you? Are you sweet nice. or savory? Waffle, that's a sweet. That's a sweet, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Kind of where waffles are, but... Here's my... It's always been my thing with them. Like, the waffle batter itself is kind of sweet, so I actually want it to be... I just only want the sweet waffle things. I don't mm-hmm. really want... Like, I know they have a prosciutto one and a salmon one that's not too... But, you know, I definitely want that. Yep. Okay. All right. Give me one more each, if, one that you're ready for. Polly doesn't know. Ooh. No, I have no idea. Can we talk about the pickle pizza, yo? Please, is everybody excited to, for the pickle pizza or not? <laughs> what? Can I get a show of hands in the house? Who's no. here for pickle pizza? No. Okay, oh, you, you guys, guys can go. Oh, minority. Who's not here for pickle pizza? Okay. Okay. One and, and I don't mean here at Mallard's. I just mean in general here for it. You're going to try it. Okay. I have to tell you guys, I would eat pickle. Jake knows this. Whenever I'm, I order anything and it might have a little bit of pickle on it. You're Pickle City. I ask for Pickle City. I want all the pickles all the time on anything that's got supposed to have pickles. And pickle pizza with a specialty dill ranch sauce, fresh mozzarella, crunchy dill pickles, finished with dillweed seasoning. Dillweed. <laughs> I'm going to just be saying dillweed every day. No. Hard pass. No? No. No. How come? And I like pickles. But no. I no. I mean, I give it a shot. Okay, you'll give it I a shot. I would say no to anything, but uh, no. It's like if we're out there together at the fair, I'm gonna feed you this. All you right. Know that. Uh, All like, right. like this excites me, but I'm uh, there's a little bit of pushback. You know, the uh, the dill ranch. That's a little bit of a pushback. I'm gonna try it, but you're worried about the it's, dill ranch. It's got me suspicious. You guys, Jake. I haven't. We haven't really talked about this ever, but Jake is sort of anti ranch. Anti ranch. He's anti ranch. I know. Yeah. Even the ranch that I make, you guys. <laughs> like they're actually good ranch that I make. <laughs> Good. He's anti. I didn't think that stance existed. I know. Anti-ranch. I know. He's. Uh, but remember, okay. he's moving to the PNW. So there's that. All right. <laughs> All right. A couple other shoutouts before we have to take a break. Sweet potato poutine looks good to me at Blue Barn. The soul sickle, the fried chicken on a stick, sounds good to me. 
You know, um, here's the other one that I wanted to Ooh, shout yeah. out. Lulu's Public House is doing a tot dog, which is the all-beef hot dog dipped in corn dog batter, rolled in tater tots, cheddar cheese, and onions, and then deep fried. <laughs> that got applause, wow. yeah. Can we just put a prediction that that's going to be one of the top? Yeah. Let's you know just what? say that says State Fair. That says State Fair to me. Yes. You know, just that's like true. That, yeah. Every layer. That's really Remember true. Remember last year with the, the sausage inside the pickle inside the corn dog? Remember that one? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's also saying State Fair. All right, you guys. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's going to be the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So we're going to take some questions. Uh, Polly's got one. And uh, we're going we're gonna to have a good time. We're out here at Mallard. We're also going to do the drawing. Ooh. So make sure you are got your names in the register. This is my talk, uh, weekly or so on my talk 1071. Lexi, this is Stephanie March, and I'm on Weekly Dish, and I'm here at Mallard's in uh, Bloomington. Let's go, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I, got, I got Jake Larson, Giant Baby, to my left. I got Paula to my right. I Hello. Feel like we got lots of people eating and drinking. It's pretty great. We are going to do a quick drawing for the people who are here at Mallard's. We're going to do a drawing for the, pe- for the birthday bash. We're going to take two. I'm just doing one, right, Barb? One. Da-da-da. <laughs> Okay, we have and the the first drawing for the tickets to the birthday bash is Joyce Wu. Joyce, you guys, guys, Joyce was here first today, and that was wonderful. So Joyce, we are going to see you at Lush on the twenty first for birthday bash. All right. So that's exciting. All right. So this is the S seventy portion of the show, you guys. If you guys want to call in. 651-641-1071, 651-641-1071, and Lexi will, will tee you up and let us know what you're asking. But before we do that, Polly has a question. I do. Um, and I, I've always wanted to come home at the end of the day, at the end of work day, and sit down and pour myself a drink in some little glass you, and you, sit you, down you in my have, like, easy chair. Yeah, Swirl it around. Yes, smoke, exactly. Kind of, kind of like a backing just, track. Yes. <laughs> you need a smoking jacket and some yes. slippers. My wife pours herself a whiskey and sits down and, and, and I feel left out. Do you, what do you normally do? Do you, not, do you just like sit there and go... Well, I... <laughs> You know, I can make a, like a, a, a mule, okay. a Moscow mule, but that's a lot of work in the <laughs> copper glass. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, so I'm not a big beer drinker, okay. so okay. Yeah. I was okay. thinking maybe a gin and tonic. Oh, and summer is really great for gin and tonic because basically you're doing... You're going one, two, right? I mean, like you go one, you go two. You don't have to mess around too, too much. Okay, if that's what you say. I've, I've looked it up, and the, <laughs> the, the amount of gins and the tonic, and you need fizzy and not fizzy, and you can get a tonic powder, well, I mean, and then you, you got to do this, oh. and, and I don't even know where to start. Okay, well, let's just say, do you like, fl- and in, I know you can admit to, like, fruity drinks or not fruity drinks, but okay. do you like floral over, like, piney as far as gin goes? No. Okay, so you would like... that's the problem I have with, like, drinking a tea. I don't like a flowery tea. You don't tea. want, like, a hibiscus tea. You want, no. like, or a green juniper, tea. Or kind of. Right. Yeah. 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 So you're going to want to go with the more traditional gins. Okay. You know, a Navy Strength gin okay. from uh, far, uh, far North. You know, the Rocknar, or the people who do that, Far North Spirits. It's in Halleck, Minnesota. Okay. They have a great Navy Strength gin that is just, just clean and crisp. And nice. Kind of tight, you know? Okay, good. And then to me, it's about the tonic, though. You know All what right. I mean? Good. And, and in a weird way, I kind of want you to, like, maybe get a couple tonics and try them so that if you go classic, you know what I mean? You can always do Schweppes is, like, a very throwback. You're right. Yep. Super heavy on the quinine. That's mm-hmm. going to be your most, like, 
you know, the the big like classic flavor. Okay. But Fever Tree tonic Fever to me tree. is right. the one that I really enjoy the most. There's also one called Q tonic, and that comes in these cute little cans okay. that you put in your fridge, and they have different flavors in the tonic that kind of bring out a little bit more of the herbaceousness. Because oh, okay. gin, you know, is made with like spices and yep. juniper, yeah. you know, like all the things. So this is your classic. That's your easiest way to go. You get a good navy strength gin. You get a good solid tonic. You throw in a lime. You maybe even want to throw in a, like a rosemary sprig. Just fix it up a little. Yeah, make it pr- make it nice, as my friends like to say. All right. Do I need any sort of glass? Is well, there a certain? If, if you want to go cl- if you want to go no, classic, no. I guess I would do. I would actually do a Collins glass. I enjoy my gin and tonics. Two ways. One, if I'm going to go classic, I enjoy the long, skinny, tall cons, and that's because I jam a rosemary sprig Kay. in there because that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Like that wafting smell of a lime and a little bit of rosemary with a gin and tonic is great. If you want to go Spanish or you want to do something a little bit different, the gin and tonics that are happening now in the bars, mm-hmm. it's really more about serving it in a big, like, globe glass, like a giant red wine glass. Right. That's what Stemware. I was thinking. Kay. Okay. So this one is a, it's usually a little bit more... Fruitier. You may want to try and think of a gin that's a little bit more, um, has a little bit lighter spirit to it. I will tell you, L'Etoile du Nord, which is from the Du Nord Distillery, they have a really great, uh, that's a gin, is it? Yeah. Um, and I'm like, <laughs> is it a vodka or is it a gin? But there's uh, a lot of great gins in town. You want to go with maybe one of the more floral ones. Um, Mill Street is a great gin that's okay. in town. And you guys, that's made with Wisconsin maple trees. Like, oh, that's cool. kind of a really, really, and it's a very boutique but it is a really beautiful gin. And that would be wonderful for you to put in with like a little bit of a sweeter tonic or like even like a little bit of ginger beer. Since you were doing a uh, mule. Yes, yeah, I have ginger beer. If you do a little of that and a tonic in there and you put it in a big glass, with a, you could throw in like a couple ice cubes and just make it a big old fun thing. Okay. That's easy. All right. You feeling it? Yeah. I, right. I, I'm, it, it's like I said, you went and you, I Googled it and there's 4.2 billion gins. And yeah. What do you want? Do you like this flavor? And this note of this and this over here. And I would this say. This is dry and this is not. I would say go with. intimidating. It, it I is. have no idea. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is like, and I think you have to sort of really, I would say go with your locals. You know what I mean? I think start with your locals because it's, it's a great way to support sure. you know, people doing good things yeah. in town. And um, I was, and I think that if you start sort of, do you, do you get gin and tonics like when you go out? No. Oh, see. You I've should. never had one. Mm. Oh. I thought you already had, no, like, you've no. never had one. No, nope, right. never. You have no idea, then. This no, is great. I don't. That's what I mean. Okay. Giving you a start line. Yeah, right. you're basically going to start up. All right, well, that was the whole Ask Stephanie portion of the show. <laughs> wow. Thank you. With the gin and tonic moments. <laughs> and the drawing. So, all right, we're going to take a break. We come back. If you guys do have questions, you want to send them in, we'll try to get them up in the top two in hour two. We'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. Ooh.